Dear listener, this journal belongs to all of us. Bye. Let's go again right away. Pandemic podcast. Bow 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 I'm Quinn Van Antwerp. Last episode, we heard entries written in the first few weeks of quarantine. This week, we'll be hearing two stories written on the same day in different cities on the East Coast. These stories took place week seven of the shelter-in-place order. April 28, 2020, Balerica, Massachusetts. It's finally hit him, and I can see a turning point in his patience for our current situation. Four weeks now, Noah, like the rest of the family, has been indoors, like all non-essential employees, connecting with his friends each day through video game streaming, Snapchat, and FaceTime. He hasn't had much interest in watching movies or playing games with the family, and we have respected that he wanted to spend that time with his friends. If those relationships and connections were what brought him joy and helped him cope, then it was fine with me. Occasionally, the doorbell will ring, and we will find his girlfriend, Julia, has dropped a Starbucks iced peach green tea lemonade off on the front step with a love note. (laughs) Or the DoorDash driver has delivered another chicken burrito that he will Snapchat photos of to his followers before devouring it in front of the television. Life has been a vacation of sorts for Noah, with little academic requirements and the school year quickly drawing to a close. Noah is a high school senior, and like most seniors around the world, will miss his senior prom, his senior week activities, the signing of yearbooks, breakfast at his old elementary school, his senior trip to the Outer Banks, his final season of baseball, and likely his high school graduation. He received word that his senior year officially ends on May 22nd, just three weeks from now. Strangely enough, Noah has not seemed phased by these rites of passage being taken away by the coronavirus from he and his tight-knit friend group. He has been positive, realistic about the uncertainty, and understanding about the devastation the virus has caused on our country and our state. He has been diligently watching the stock market, the price of oil, and commenting on how the virus could impact the presidential race. When a dear friend of the family and her husband both tested positive for the virus, he often asked if we had checked in on them and how they were recovering. He has been concerned about his grandparents, who are senior citizens, and his brother, who suffers with depression, OCD, and has autism. Today, as Noah rearranged his man cave, He cleaned and vacuumed and prepared snacks to enjoy while playing Call of Duty with his friends. Today, he also expressed that by June 1st, he will need to be back to his regular routine, including seeing his girlfriend and hanging out at his friends' houses. He has put a stake in the ground and made it known that he needed an end date. And he has determined that would be June 1st. We will now enter into a new phase with Noah that will require much more patience and empathy 
and careful consideration of his requests and feelings. For many who deal with change, they go through what is called the Sarah model. Shock, anger, resistance, acceptance, and healing. Noah quickly moved through to acceptance and is now circling back into anger and resistance. Coupled by the hormones of an 18-year-old boy in love, this too shall pass. April 28th, 2020. New York City, New York. It's week seven. I breathe in, my body expands in all directions. I breathe out, my body releases tension. I breathe in, my blood vessels receive oxygen. Out, my lungs expel carbon dioxide. My plants, the plants that I have potted here complete the cycle. They also eat the sunlight streaming in from the window. They drink the water that I pour into their soil and spray onto their leaves. I will repot them because I have brought them indoors. It's my responsibility. I'm writing letters to voters. I'm listening to John Lovett. I'm taking a citizen pruner course. I'm taking a crisis text line volunteer course. I'm writing my senators in solidarity with the Mashpee Wapanog peoples. I'm reading the indigenous history of the United States. I'm working with my professional art community to work towards organizing a maybe a kind of freelancers union. I teach online classes that are great. I teach online classes that fail. You know, I might not teach online anymore. Online teaching may be the future of my industry. I mean, why does my industry function the way that it does? Why am I suddenly calling it an industry when there's no money in it? Because we're industrious? That's not the virtue of art. It's industriousness. I mean, that's hilarious. What a joke. Why are we doing this? What's our relationship to plants, to history, to community? What stories tell stories? What thoughts think thoughts? What do we bet our money on? Fuck Amazon. Fuck Facebook. But I post on there. But I amplify the Mashpee Wampanoag there. But I advertise my Instagram classes there. But that's where I found out about the crisis text line. But that's where my interviews are published. But my identity. But my ego. I always know where the moon is in its cycle now. I pay attention. I listen to Chani Nicholas' astrology. I read tarot. I had another miscarriage that has now linked my menstrual cycle to the moon. I rest. I am furious. My anger burns like cleansing fire through my limbs. Oppressive, abusive, irresponsible, egregious, evil behavior sets me aflame. I cry and I cry and I cry. I am silent. I read. I dance. I dance like a torch. I dance my tears. I find magic. I remember joy. I write to my senators. I water my plants. I wait. I seethe. I dance. Thanks for listening to the second episode of the Pandemic Podcast. 
we'll be back each week with stories to share. If you want to hear more, please subscribe. And remember, if you have a story you'd like to submit, please email your submission to pandemicpodcast2020 at gmail.com. We would like to thank Cassie Beck and Alec Reed for making this episode possible. Stay safe, sane, and healthy, and we'll see you next time.